America Meditating Radio Show, we collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24-7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guests as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us. The entire world wants. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. And good morning and welcome to America Meditating Radio Show. I'm your host and you will not believe where I am today. We are broadcasting from the beautiful Beverly Hills, California. And I tell you folks, this is just a completely different part of our country. I really am now thinking to relocate from Washington. (laughs) I was remembering our huge winter weather storm issues that we had in Washington for, I think it lasted us for about maybe eight months, and Florida and California were in paradise. And here I am, and we are having a wonderful time over here, having a lot of meetings in terms of uh, looking for networks for the Soul Search television show that House of International Media has been working on and which I'm a part of in terms of the host and taking us on the journey throughout this great country. And we're also very happy to let you all know about the Karma Cafe conversation that's been launched and will now be in a lot of the busboy and poet uh, shops around the nation's capital as well as in some other coffee shops. So if you happen to be interested to participate in the Karma Cafe conversations, just go to Karma Cafe Conversations on Facebook. That'll give you an idea of the outline of the program. And really we're asking meaningful questions, folks. We want the government to really be aware of what lives at the heart of its people that makes this country thrive the way that it does. We're moving into um, an area of consciousness and awareness where we are taking charge of our emotions, our feelings, who we are, what we are, and why we show up in the world. Perhaps one of the most challenging things that we encounter on a day-to-day basis, our relationships. And we're doing the best that we can to bring the best of ourselves into it. I have to tell you a story about this guy who was going on a flight, and he's sleeping on the plane, and he's calm. And then over the speaker comes the voice of the captain, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please relax, please relax. But we just want you to know that we've lost three of our engines, and we want you to follow all the directions that were given to you at the beginning of the flight on the manual so just calm down so of course he said i'm going to dim the light close your blinds please tuck your head into your knee as strongly as you can and if you get a chance and you can pull that little card out read it to remind yourself of how we do emergency or crash landings you're going to need that so everyone's a little bit panicky the stewardesses said we're we're trained we know what we're going to do etc etc but anyway the plane is going through turmoil up in the air and it's definitely falling and so this man who was on the flight who was having a lot of issues with his family found himself going directly to god saying oh god oh god please 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 and as the plane was actually about to hit the floor he says oh my wife my son i'm so sorry 
at the end of the journey, by the way, the plane didn't crash, it landed safely, <laughs> but at the end of the journey where he actually reached that point where he said, but it was my wife, it was my children, they were so important to me, that he realized how powerful relationships are and that one of the reasons why we're here is to be able to get along with each other and to get along with ourselves. Relationships are the key component to basically, maybe, why we wake up in the morning to breathe, one with ourselves, one with our bodies, relationship with others, and relationship with the world around us. It is a vital source. So as much as we have heard what to do in relationships, we might have even read the manual of how to be a good person in a marriage a million times, but when the crisis emerges, we forget the steps. Similarly to those folks in that plane forgot everything that they were taught after they'd been on a plane like a hundred times. Are you one of those folks? Are you being challenged by some of these experiences in life where you just don't feel like getting up in the morning? And if you do get up, it's because you've got bills to pay and you've got to push yourself because you don't have anyone else. What is it inside of you that needs to let go? That's holding you back. It's not making you shine like a thousand. Why don't we go into a little meditation on the Off to Work CD by Sister Jenna, by me, and just let go of some of the things that tend to just get in the way. Breathe in, relax, and let's let some stuff go. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal, imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling 
as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality or even a language. Ask yourself, How do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? supreme soul would think of you and you the liberated soul would think of the supreme in this state of absolute freedom I am truly who I am a free Peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. Allow yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. this time. It is in that capacity to let go that we can hold on to the original nature of our existence. Imagine going into work with that sort of a mental wellness. Imagine dealing with a relationship that has been challenging you. It's not showing up the way that it promised or the way that you expected it to show up with. Imagine walking into a financial situation that you know is rough, but you're coming with this essence, this state of yourself. This is what the show is about. It is about bringing this attitude and this awareness of your truth into your day-to-day life. It's not just physically sitting and meditating and getting it right. It is about being in motion and getting it right. If I can develop a good relationship with my mind and my body, I'm going to have a good relationship with you. And I had started to show about how important it is to have a relationship with not only ourselves but with our body. 
And when it comes on to wellness and good health, it's vital. It's a sense of our wealth. It is health that is the real wealth and not pieces of gold and silver. Did you remember Mahatma Gandhi told us that a while back? And wellness is a connection of parts, it's knowledge and action. It's bringing it all together. And in the Bhagavad Gita, it had once told me that better indeed is knowledge than mechanical practice. Better than knowledge is meditation, but better still is surrender of attachment to results because there follows immediate peace. We're really excited about our guest that we have on the air today, Alison Charles. Alison is a wellness expert and explorer and host of The Juice on Viria. Living Television Network. She's a Division I college coach and serves as one of the Juice's food and fitness experts, providing viewers with practical advice to help them reach their diet and fitness goals. I'm going to have to go asking Allison about some things for my diet and exercise practices, too. But anyway, always up for adventure, Allie frequently goes on locations to cover the latest trends in healthy living and alternative medicine. A wellness enthusiast, Allie has studied alternative health methods, including Chinese, herbology, feng shui, meditation, numerology, the healing powers of color, the law of attraction, and so much more. She's a regular contributor and featured expert for the Huffington Post, and she's been an Om Times magazine and is the creator of AllisonChild.tv, a site dedicated to assisting viewers in awakening to their wholeness, authenticity, and most joyous thriving way to live. You can catch Allison interviewing the most inspiring people in masses and connecting lives with viewers every week on the National Health and Wellness Network, Vera Living. And today we are happy to have Allison on the show. Welcome. Hi, Sister Jenna. Oh my gosh, it's such a blessing to be here with you. I, I must say to begin with a meditation and to now do an interview, this is my kind of day. <laughs> this is the way we're, we're trying to shake this country, right, and make it into something really special. I was telling um, the listeners earlier on that we launched an initiative called Karma Cafe, and the questions that we ask in this conversation is think, things like, what's at the root of your power? Why do you even show up in, mm. let's say, a relationship that's not working for you because anything that's broken inside of your spirit is going to get broken down in your body even i yeah. feel that you know and i know that you're into health health and wellness and i'm going to have to be calling you to try to inspire me to do at least two sit-ups in the morning <laughs> oh well we can we can work together we can do an exchange program of sorts that's not a problem <laughs> Totally, totally all yours, all yours. I'm a good student. Now, I know that you are a national champion runner and history-making athlete. What actually inspired your interest in running, and when did you begin that? You know, it's been a really wild, fun journey, and I must say it began not by choice um, because my father, I was not even the age of three, and my dad put me into my first road race, believe it or not. And um, there is a picture. I have proof. I'm in a little pink sweatsuit and my little blue Nike running shoes, and I was so busy, you know, waving to the crowd, and I was just soaking in the energy. And I think, you know, like I said, I wasn't even three, but I instantly knew that there was something to this. And it, it wasn't about necessarily, you know, the attention, but 
running for me was such a spiritual practice and such a spiritual sport um, that it just took hold instantly. And, you know, I was a distance runner, and when you are out for an hour-plus run and you're on your own, that's a meditative practice right there, you know. Um, and so it just, I, I like I said, I started before three um, I just really devoted everything I had to it. Um, and then I ran for the University of Alabama. I was so blessed to get a athletic scholarship there. I ran cross-country and indoor track and outdoor track. And um, it just came a lifelong practice for me. That's fantastic. Would you uh, somehow connect running to... Uh, let's say, spiritual context, like I'm running towards my ultimate destination or am mm-hmm. I running from something that I don't want in my life anymore? Have you ever looked at it in that sort of a part, you know? You know, yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying. I, I think that that definitely factors in. There's a lot of spiritual um, elements that factor mm-hmm. into being a distance runner. Um, you know, being in the present moment, um, being um, the master of your own mind and your own thoughts, because let me tell you, those races, those distance races, whether it's doing the steeplechase and, and jumping over the water barriers or running cross-country where it's a really challenging course, it can be a really grueling mental practice. <laughs> and you have to really challenge yourself. And that's one of the things that I actually grew to appreciate about running the most was developing that mental fortitude and that switch when you want to give up and every ounce and every fiber in your being wants to do nothing but just quit, but you somehow find it in you to press the button and keep going and transcend that limit, that, um, you know, it, it really is a spiritual practice. I get that. You know, it's a really, it's, an, it, it's a mental ability. It's a positivity. It is and I've got like a lot of things that are percolating right now, even as you're sharing your words. Uh, throughout your life, I know that you've always set lofty goals and you've put forth into practice maybe elements that you knew would help manifest your desires. So many people become naysayers in their lives and they limit their capacity, they limit their potential. Could you share with our listeners a little bit more about how you're able to keep your spirits up and manifest what you think you really deserve in life? Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the question, right? I mean, because uh, when when you've got dreams and you've got that that fire that burns inside to experience certain things and accomplish certain things, you gotta you gotta work for it. And I do believe there is something to um, blissful living. However, you got you have to balance and harmonize, you know, thriving and being in a joyous state with doing the work. It's, I think it's a merging of the two. I, I don't mean that, you know, in order to live your dreams, it's got to be, you know, this uh, grueling, agonizing type of work, but I mean spiritual work. Um, and so I've, I've really had to put in a lot of different practices, a couple of them that come to mind. You know, meditation is definitely one of them. Um, you know, to really to really tap into my higher wisdom and to really allow myself to know the truth, I think are two, are two definite keys in life um, because 
you can easily get caught up in denial or um, not not wanting to know the truth. But meditation has allowed me to to know the truth and to know my worth. And um, and speaking of worth, I think that is another one of the ingredients that I would toss into this mix in terms of, of manifesting and really living your dreams. Boy, I think perhaps at the top of the list is self-love, self-honor, and self-worth. And um, I don't think that that happens overnight. And sometimes I think that we may even believe that we are living with self-love, but we're maybe not really. Um, so it's really taking taking a good a good honest look at yourself and having the courage and the vulnerability to grow and really go after it. Um, there's this quote that's pretty interesting, and I don't know if I'm quoting it exactly, but someone once said, you know, when when you're on the road to becoming a millionaire, um, it, it's not it's not really about being a millionaire. It's who you become on the way to being a millionaire. It, it's 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 how you allow yourself to grow. It's how you allow yourself to be vulnerable. It's how you challenge yourself to transcend comfort zones and limited thinking and patterns. Um, you have an end goal. And you have to be willing to uh, to really um, to really work yourself and really expand and and really grow if you want to live your dreams, because uh, you're gonna you're gonna encounter a lot of unknowns, and you're going to encounter a lot of uncertainty, and that can be very scary. But but thankfully, there there's unlimited you know skill sets and unlimited ways for us to keep ourselves. On track, and meditation is one. Um, living in the present moment is one. Um, engaging in various therapies. You know, sometimes you need support along the way, um, whether it's energetic healing or you know a, a psychotherapist. Um, you you just have to be open to what you might need to to really live the life that you that you should. We're all worthy of living our dreams. We're all worthy of just experiencing everything that we want. But you gotta you gotta unleash that and allow that for yourself. I hear that and I get that, and I think that's one of the things that many of us have been trying to um, convey to this generation that's coming up, who thinks like it's just about going for the money, the fame, and the power. But you know, power doesn't corrupt a man. If a man is already corrupted, when he gets power, he will show himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we are if we're listening which means paying attention to the moments of the unfolding of things in front of our lives and we're honestly saying this is really how i'm feeling this is really what i'm going through this is really what i meant to say love for the self will continue to increase because i am listening and i'm responding to what i need and if mm-hmm. i'm okay i'm going to bring that okayness in my relationship with you. And this is what makes the call of spirituality and wellness and, and reflection and yoga and um, thoughtfulness or mindfulness or stillness or silence the call of the 21st century. We are being called and we're all born with a story. We're born into a story. We're just not clear what it really is about. And mm-hmm. as we you know, keep flipping the chapters of the script, we're marveled by what is coming out of us as our story. 
And I think something that you said, to live this life of bliss. You know, when I try to decode bliss, living a life where I'm so into my relationship with the divine that is so subtle and pure, I'm just smiling all the time. I'm light. I'm easy. You know, when I came into California, I met a a musician at the airport, and he and I just ended up in a conversation, and uh, he was talking about how intense these times are, and both of us at the same time said, Mercury's in retrograde. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) And he said, you know, I'm not into astrology. I said, me neither. I really don't know what it means, but I don't know what Mercury retrograde means, but in decoding it on the personal level, what I what, what it's saying to me is what's been old in me no longer can stay there. Mm-hmm. So the level of attachment that I have to some old paradigm of my way of being or my identity or my idea, that's giving way for me to let go. So the intensity that is unfolding in front of me, we call it Mercury's in retrograde, and it's just got to give way, you know? Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you said that our soul already knows our true, unstoppable, and loving nature, but sometimes we forget. What is your definition of the soul, and why have we moved so far away from these beautiful attributes of the soul? I mean, our soul is our truth, and it's and it's who we really are, and it's the ever-present and the forever through eternity living on of us. I mean, I, I do believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's my personal belief that uh, when we come forth into this life, uh, depending upon uh, where our soul's evolution is at, I, I think that in a you know, somewhat of a humorous way we sit down before incarnating and say, okay, um, I really need to grow in this area. I really, in order for me to fully know my truth and fully know the wholeness that I am, I'm going to probably need to experience X, Y, and Z. And X, Y, and Z may not be um, the most uh, enjoyable of experiences, but it may be what is required of our souls to really remember who we are, to to really allow ourselves to just do this human life in the most amazing way. Um, so I think I think that um, it it just it takes it takes some turbulent to, times to to remember. So it, it may look uh, a little dark, but in truth, I think that it's all light and all love, and it's all just bringing us back. Totally get that, totally get that. Considering all of your life experiences, dark and light, ups and downs, victories and defeats, successes and failures, happiness and sorrow, what are you sure of at this point in your life? I'm sure that we're, that we're all love. That I absolutely know for sure. I'm sure that um, we're all whole, and it's just remembering that that we're all just pure and I'm sure that compassion and kindness are vital ingredients. Um, We're all doing the best that we can and I think that each act of compassion and each act of kindness is what really just keeps keeps everything opening up and, and keeps and just 
really elevates the vibration of ourselves and, and the planet. I think compassion and kindness are keys. I love that answer. Now, I know that you've been on Vera Living TV and you've been doing uh, interviews and inspiring people to really connect to a more healthier way of living and a more holistic way of existing. Could you share, share with us a little bit more about the show, what it's about, what can the viewers expect? Of course. Um, I'm just so proud to be a part of it. You know, I, I've, I've led, you know, thankfully a really interesting life where um, I, I've had quite a path, but to come to be a part of the show like the juice, it's just, it's so empowering and it's so authentic. And, you know, I'm one of six hosts and we all bring our own, um, you know, specialties and knowledge and empowerment to give to the viewers. But it's just a really lively one-hour talk show that I like to think of as a, as a wellness party because we really cover all the bases, whether it's food, fitness, fashion, beauty, health. And, you know, we also sit down with some really amazing celebrity guests and, um, you know, have some great empowering talks with them. But it's, it's, it's one-hour of just providing our viewers with tips and tools and insights that we can all share to help each other on this journey and help each other to live our best lives. Mm, important things of today's time, and I think that's why I really appreciate the work that Vera Living has been doing. I'm looking at how much of this qualitative work that they've been bringing up to the public, because we need we need viewings of things that help us to think at a deeper, more optimistic, more positive level. Now, from being on the show, The Juice, what have you learned about you in particular? Oh, wow. Oh, that's oh, an amazing oh, wow. question. <laughs> what I, let me tell you, oh, my gosh, I have a million things that I could tell you. It's, it's, it's helped me to feel such immense gratitude um, you know, before the show, I just, I'm just so thankful and I just really center myself and ground myself and I say just allow me to be of the most joyful service that I can be. Um, and not only am I living my dreams, but I'm hopefully helping people along the way. And so that has just flooded into me such an immense amount of gratitude and appreciation. Um, and it's just the full gamut. It, it's not just the show itself, but it's my co-hosts, it's the producers, it's the team. It's, it's such a powerful thing that is happening. Mm-hmm. It has just opened me up to, um, to such gratitude is the, is the very first thing that's come to mind is gratitude. Yeah. Well, that's a huge one because if it you is. can't life of, gratu- uh, of uh, gratitude, you can't attract the life that you were given to really live. I think we get out of our lanes, and I think we get into other people's lanes and end up miserable. And even mm-hmm. people end up miserable with us. But I do believe that the centering in terms of my connection to divinity, to silence, to purity, makes me clear as to what is it that I'm here to do in the world. What am I contributing? And, you know, as much as we're in the culture where we've got to sell ourselves and we've got to create a sense of imagery or identity of who we are, if you can do like what you're doing on The Juice, where you're bringing awareness to the lives of people, that's a real important way to get up in the morning. That, that's a good way to get up in the morning. I was, reminding a, uh, I was remembering a joke by George Burns. <laughs> he was saying, you know, what's a real good success for a ceremony like, like a religious leader or someone is like the secret of a good ceremony is to have a good beginning and a good ending and to have the two as close together as possible. And yeah. You know, it's like there's this feeling in the world that 
um, religion is being challenged to step up to bringing its people into a deeper spiritual, more meaningful sense of existence. And I think that when we have these conversations about uh, looking more inwards, taking care of your health, taking care of your mind, you will create parts of religions too that are just showing beauty within themselves. But just the fact that we can find the beauty just inside of ourselves, period, whether you belong to a tribe or not, can you walk on the planet blissfully and with a spirit of gratitude? I think that's really important, really important to me. Oh, I totally agree. And I'll just quickly add that, yeah, I think that the way that we can be of greatest service is to, to vibrate at our highest level of vibration and to shine our light the highest and brightest that we can. And, and that, in turn, allows others to do the same. And so, yeah, definitely. Oh, Ali, I, I totally get that, and I agree with you on that. Um, I would love, like I do in all of our shows, we ask our guests to share with our listeners what favorite life quote that they're living by currently, and if there's any news or information that you'd like our listeners to be aware of, please give us a website, and I would love to have you back on the show. I loved our energy together. It was lovely. I I really did, too. Just like, you know, in the intro of your show, as I was listening in, I thought, wow, Sister Jenna, I'm really enjoying this. You you have a great thing going on, and I just want to thank you for, you know, being of service in the way that you are um, with your show. It's it's really amazing stuff. So um, I'd love to come back. So thanks for the invite. I'm there. And uh, a quote, you know, I love Eckhart Tolle quotes, and I love Pema Chodron quotes, um, you know, the, and so I, I really work with quotes on a daily basis, and, and, and they kind of evolve with where my level of consciousness has evolved. Right now, I think I'm honing in on one by Eckhart, and it's, you get there by realizing you're already there. Um, just, I think it's that reminder of who we are at our deepest level, and, and knowing our truth, and knowing that the limits, and the blocks, and the patterns, and all of that stuff really isn't real, and it's just about tapping into the wholeness that we really already are. <laughs> so that's my favorite one. That touched me a lot, you know. Oh, good. It's where it's, it, you are where you're supposed to be. Just, just tap into where you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's 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 a powerful one for me right now. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of websites, um, you know, you mentioned AllisonCharles.tv. That's that's where I do my unveiling of my my current thoughts and articles there, and um, you know, try to be of service that way. And then, of course, on Twitter, I love to connect. Twitter is probably my favorite uh, social media outlet. And again, I'm Allison Charles on Twitter there too. So those are a couple of ways. And on Instagram, I'm Channel Magical. I picked that fun name. So, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I'm wishing you all the best at Vera Living and with the Jews and um, just absolute, absolute success and happiness with everything that you do. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, and, and back at you, and namaste, and thank you so much again for having me on. It was such an honor to, to chat with you today, Sister Jenna. Same here. Take good care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. There's nothing more I appreciate than to hear someone who's in the media really talking about the good stuff, the good work, and I'm not saying that um, that's just what it's got to be, but I believe it's important that we are doing work on ourselves and from that place of doing work, the work is happening actually in its natural form. 
So I feel that we need to keep supporting stuff more like that. So guys, do go and uh, chime into The Juice on Vera Living if you haven't heard of them before. It's The Juice on Vera Living Television Network. And look out for our beautiful Allison Child, the wellness expert. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio Show, broadcasting from Beverly Hills, California. I keep looking for the stars and the movie stars, but let me tell you, I've never seen so many sports cars in one lane in all my life. (laughs) I love this place. It's amazing. But I wanted everyone to know, look, we are here to take care of ourselves, and we're here to rise. And wherever you're located, east, west, north, and south, you take yourself with you. Maybe it's not necessarily going after something or looking for something. Maybe everything that you're looking for is already sitting inside of you. This is Sister Jenna signing out on the America Meditating Radio Show. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And maybe we really are here to just love each other the same. I'm going to end this with my dear friends, Ricky and Michael Beckwith at the Agape Movement up here in L.A. And talk to you again really soon. Take care, everybody.